The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Friday, August 18th. It is time for our second Jaguars game preview of 2023, getting into preseason week two for the Jaguars. Saturday at 1 p.m., they will be taking on the Detroit Lions. They've been getting after it in some joint practices this week. We're going to dive into it, everything to expect, what to watch for, all that good stuff here on our game preview. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you don't miss a show. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear. We're going to have this hat that I'm wearing dropping early next week, so be on the lookout for that. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and check out ginjag.com slash shop. Get that Duval gear ready for the 2023 regular season. So, The Lions, they put the smackdown on the Jags uh, last year. It was ugly, and that may have been a catalyst, honestly, for the Jaguars' win streak down the stretch to punch a ticket to the playoffs. Five straight wins following that debacle in Detroit last year. As I mentioned, the Jags and Lions have had two days of joint practices this week in Detroit. Uh, It's been chippy, no doubt about it. It seems like the Lions have been the aggressor in terms of some of the uh, extracurriculars, some of the, the talking. The Jaguars are more of a team that wants to just come in, get their business done. And I think both of those things are kind of a reflection of their respective head coaches, right? Dan Campbell, a little bit more fiery, a little bit more knee biter, ankle biter, whatever you want to call it, as, as Dan Campbell would say. And then Doug Peterson, more of a come in, get your work done, and, and get out. And that's kind of the Jaguars' approach. Obviously, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Calvin Ridley have been having some fun going back and forth. They go back uh, to their high school days playing against each other. Uh, but getting into this game, right? Jaguars-Lions, week two preseason. Sounds like the Lions, according to Dan Campbell, will not be playing their starters in this game. Also won't be playing some of their key rookies as well. So second straight week, Jaguars will be facing an opponent that will not be playing their starters. Now, will the Jaguars play their starters? It sounds as if the starters may not play at all. If they do play, it'll be less than week one in Dallas. Uh, The Jaguars.com folks have suggested that week three against Miami, preseason week three in that final preseason game, will kind of be that dress rehearsal game for the Jaguars. We'll see how that all plays out. But it seems like the Jaguars starters, if they play at all in this game, it will not be much. Maybe a series for the Jag starters. Um, But you're not really looking for the starters at this point in the preseason too much. Anyways, you're you're kind of, you know what you've got in the starting lineup for the most part. Yeah, it's good to get some reps. But the Jaguars, they got their reps and so did the Lions, their starters, in a controlled environment during joint practices this week. So I don't think that they're as concerned with getting more reps in this preseason game. But again, we'll see if the starters play for the Jaguars or not. It's very unclear right now. Normally you get Doug Peterson several times throughout the week leading up to a game. Uh, But being in Detroit this week for the Jaguars, they only had one press conference for Doug prior to the game. He will speak after the game, of course, and clear up some of the injuries we're going to talk about here, uh, hopefully. But 
They got their work in against the Lions in that controlled environment in practice this week. So you're really looking for rookies, uh, seeing how they're doing in, in these preseason games coming up, and then obviously guys that are fighting for spots on the roster, fighting for their jobs. We're going to talk about all that stuff. You also want to avoid the I word in this preseason week two contest. The Jaguars were unable to do that during joint practices. Josh Wells went down, Foley Fatukasi went down, and so did rookie safety Antonio Johnson. We've heard from the Jaguars.com guys that Fatukasi is going to be week to week. They're hopeful that they can get him back for week one. Uh, with a lower body injury, second year in a row that Fatu Kasi has suffered a lower body injury early on in the preseason. So not great news for the Jaguars on that front. He was having a battle through that injury last year. You want fully Fatu Kasi fully healthy because he is your starting defensive end in base. You've got him, you've got Roy Robertson Harris, and then Devon Hamilton in the middle, of course, with that defensive line. Foley Fatu Kasi is a key cog in stopping the run for the Jaguars. Uh, they're going to have to look at other options here. Now, Antonio Johnson, he's expected to miss a couple weeks with a hamstring. They're also hopeful that they can get him back for uh, the regular season, beginning of the regular season, but we'll see how that plays out. Johnson had made a big impact in training camp, had uh, quite the debut, was able to lay some big hits on folks against the Cowboys in week one. So kind of a bummer there, but Antonio Johnson, young player, rookie for you. Obviously, I think you're going to be looking at him as more of a long-term piece to the Jaguars puzzle than short-term, at least on the defensive side of the ball. They were relying on him as a special teams player, a core four special teams player in a big way, but they've got a lot of guys that can get the job done in that regard, so I don't think you're too concerned. Uh, Now, don't know what the deal is for Josh Wells, who is currently the Jaguars' OT3, but once Cam Robinson is is cleared and and is cleared of his suspension after week four, Josh Wells would really kind of bump down to your OT4. You want him available. Not sure what's going on there. The Jaguars.com people, again, they're kind of the only people up there getting some inside info. They said that it did not look good for Josh Wells. What does that mean? I'm not sure. But I know you won't see those guys in this contest. The Jaguars ruled them out on Thursday. So no Antonio Johnson, no Josh Wells, and no Foley Fatukasi for the Jags this week. Weekend. Will we see Anton Harrison? We're not sure. The Jaguars rookie first round pick who will be starting at right tackle. He's dealing with shoulder soreness, but he's practicing through it for the most part. He did sit out some of the team portion of Thursday's practice. Um, he's a rookie, as I mentioned, and you want to get him reps obviously, against other teams, but I think health is more important at this point. You were able to see what he could do against the Cowboys. They were you know, rolling out Dante Fowler Jr. and Sam Williams, who are contributors to that, that Cowboys pass rush. You saw him go head-to-head against Aiden Hutchinson this week and perform at a very high level. So I'm not sure that you want to play Anton Harrison this weekend. We'll see how it plays out. Obviously, for him, the most important thing is his health at this point. Now getting into some position battles that are going to be hot, in my opinion. Cornerback. Can Gregory Jr. push Trey Herndon for a role in this in this starting defense, right? In nickel. Um, I think Gregory Jr. has more athleticism, has more upside, has more potential as a man-to-man cover uh, corner in the slot 
than Trey Herndon does. So I would like to see him continue to play well. He had a hell of a first game in Dallas, was able to lock down the slot when he was out there, and also be in on two turnovers. You know, being around the football, being able to punch the ball out, being able to dive on another football on special teams. It was a fantastic game for Gregory Jr. last week. You want to see him continue that. Now, Christian Braswell, he had a couple penalties last week, but was very good in coverage in preseason week one on the outside for the Jaguars. He's their rookie late-round pick out of Rutgers. He's a very good athlete at the position overall, very explosive. You saw his quick twitch movements on the interception he was able to get. How is he able to perform? You've also got Buster Brown trying to lock down a roster spot. Eric Hallett, late round pick this year. Chris Claybrooks, the speedster, who's a very good special teamer as well. Tavon Campbell, who got his hand on the football twice in coverage last week. Devon Wilson, who's turned some heads out of UCF this year. And Caleb Hayes as well. All these guys are competing for roster spots in the cornerback room. So I think you want to see them come out with something to prove. And they need to have some success in this game, in my opinion, these corners. At least some of them do. Because the Lions, they do not have the receiver depth or health right now. Um, so these cornerbacks, they need to show up in a big way. You know, Denzel Mims was just waived due to injury for the Lions. Jamison Williams has a hamstring injury. He's not going to be available. Amon Ross St. Brown is dealing with a leg injury. He's not going to be available. The Jaguars corners need to come out and make a statement against these backup Cal- uh, Lions receivers. Excuse me. Looking at off-ball linebacker, I'm also interested in that. I think you've got Shaquille Quarterman, Ventrell Miller, and Caleb Johnson fighting for one or two roster spots, and I don't think Ventrell Miller's going anywhere. The Jaguars were trying to trade up to get this guy in the fourth round. They were able to land him uh, at their pick in the fourth round a little bit later on, their second pick in the fourth round, maybe third pick in the fourth round, but they were able to land Ventrell Miller, um, so I don't think he's going anywhere, quite frankly. I really don't. So could Shaquille Quarterman and Caleb Johnson be fighting for a roster spot. We'll see how that plays out. I think that you saw Shaquille Quarterman exposed a little bit in coverage last week uh, by the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With no Foley Fatu Kasi, can a young guy show that they belong if Foley Fatu Kasi has to miss time in the regular season? You've got Tyler Lacey, the rookie fourth-round pick that the Jaguars really like out of Oklahoma State that can play some defensive end and base. Jeremiah Ledbetter as well can do that. You've got Adam Gotsis and Deshaun Dixon competing too. Uh, I think that you've seen some flashes from all of these guys. Can anyone go out there and kind of cement that they should be the primary backup to Foley Fatu Kasi should he have to miss any time. And we'll see who gets to go out there first. I think it will be Jeremiah Ledbetter. The Jaguars really like him. They liked him last year. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, what do we see on the edge? Um, um, Yasir Abdullah, he was able to flash, get a sack in his first preseason game, uh, which is more than Caleb on Chason has done in a preseason game ever. Can Chason do anything this week? He's currently the Jaguars' edge three. I think he's in serious danger of getting jumped. Um, Jordan Smith, he was able to flash and some some reps where he was just unblocked, able to get into the backfield and make a play. We'll see what happens there. Looking at the offensive side of the ball on the offensive line, 
Ben Barch has been back activated after, you know, rehabbing from the knee injury he suffered last year, but I doubt he plays, you know, after just getting back. Tyler Shatley, he still is not playing in teamwork, right? He's able to get out there and do some of the walkthrough stuff and individual stuff, but he is not available uh, for the Jaguars to play in-game yet. Um, how's the backup offensive line shake out beyond that? Blake Hance, he's been on double duty, starting at left guard for the Jaguars, also kicked over to play some right tackle when Anton Harrison went out. Cooper Hodges, the rookie out of Appalachian State, the Baker County kid, he's been standing out in the running game, but he has had some misses in pass pro. You saw that against the Cowboys. So how's that going to play out? The interior of the offensive line backups, we'll see. Looking at more offensive skill position players, the wide receiver job. How's that going to play out, right? You've got Elijah Cooks, Kevin Austin, Seth Williams, Jacob Harris, Jeray Jenkins, all these guys competing for a spot or two at the back end. I think Parker Washington is locked in thanks to his uh, just ability as a slot receiver and return man. But Elijah Cooks was really good last week. Seth Williams was really good last week. Um, Jacob Harris was really good. Kevin Austin going into preseason week one had the most momentum, it sounded like, based on what the coaching staff and Trevor Lawrence had said about him. But he went out there, was targeted three times, and dropped two of them, and and the other one was not able to be a completion as well. So he's kind of reeling after that. You've also got Tim Jones, the incumbent, who's probably competing for his job as well at at wide receiver. So I think there's a lot that is going to be um, said about the wide receiver position This week, I think it's a big week for all those guys at the back end. I'm excited to see Parker Washington. I think he flashed a little bit as a receiver, flashed big time as a returner for the Jaguars last week against the Cowboys. Brenton Strange flashed both in the uh, run blocking department and as a receiver a little bit, was able to make some nice catches. He had a, a nice catch over Brian Branch according to uh, some of the guys up there this week that were covering um, the joint practices. And then Tank Bigsby, he had a big-time debut as well, was able to bust off a 34-yard run out to the right side, so some con- contact balance on a couple different runs, some power. All three of those young rookies that the Jaguars drafted on offense played well. Excited to see them again. Does Dearness Johnson continue to outshine Snoop Connor at running back? I think they're both competing for the RB4 spot. For me, Dearness Johnson is really locked it up. Uh, I kind of had him written in pencil as the running back for as soon as they signed him because he is a very good special teamer and a very good running back at that. So Snoop Connor's got his work cut out for him. He fumbled last week against the Cowboys. Um, was it unable to uh, get that quarterback to running back handoff exchange uh, locked down there late in the game, which could have ended up costing the Jaguars that football game. Obviously, you don't really care about preseason results, but Snoop Connor in that situation got to be able to get onto the football. Uh, backup quarterbacks, right? C.J. Beathard, he had some big-time plays against the Cowboys last week. Wasn't super consistent, but did have a nice little rushing touchdown and obviously the nice deep throw down the field to Jacob Harris. Struggled to connect with Kevin Austin, but we'll see how he plays. And can the Rourke revival continue here for Nathan Rourke, the Canadian football legend? Um, he has been really interesting so far. Uh, for the Jaguars. During training camp practices, you primarily saw him getting things done with his legs. You did see that in preseason week one, but you also saw him make some incredible throws off platform, odd arm angles, getting tackled to the ground. Did not matter. Nathan Rourke was making some incredible plays for the Jaguars, kind of looking like uh, doing his best Patrick Mahomes impression out there. So can he continue to have some magic when he's out there on the field? We'll see how it all plays out. And then on special teams, you're going to get Carson Tinker, it looks like. Ross Matisic is dealing with a little bit of a shoulder issue uh, after punching out that that 
ball on special teams last week, making a really impressive play, paid the price for it. He's going to be good to go for the regular season, the Jaguars think. But the Jaguars brought back Carson Tinker, who was their long snapper for a long time here. What a whirlwind for him. He wasn't thinking about football last week, right? And then the Jaguars bring him in and immediately goes into joint practices full pads against the Detroit Lions. Now he has to play a game this weekend, so we'll see how it plays out for Carson Tinker. But he was a very good long snapper for the Jaguars before he was unfortunately injured and then replaced, obviously. Um, in Duval, but he's back for for the time being. Excited to see him back in a Jaguar uniform, see how it can play out for him. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this preview. Excited to see a lot of different things. We do not know how much the starters will play, if at all, for the Jaguars in preseason week two against the Lions. They'll get their shot, though, to uh, kind of answer some of the chirpiness from the Lions, some of the aggressiveness from the Lions that happened in practice this week. And also, you know, They got beat down in Detroit last year. So I think the Jaguars should come out. They should be fired up for this opportunity, especially the young guys, especially the guys fighting for roster spots, to come out and make a name for themselves and continue to prove why they belong on the roster for the Jaguars, why the Jaguars drafted them in the case of some of those rookies. So yeah, really excited for it. Jaguars, Lions, Saturday, 1 p.m. in Detroit. Looking forward to it. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you're looking forward to. You can also drop a comment in the comment section below. Please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And if you want to check out GenJag.com, support the channel further, you can do that. GenJag.com slash shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. We've got this hat that I'm wearing right now dropping early next week. Be on the lookout for it. Y'all have a good one.